Hey folks, welcome back to the Deep Gripping Reality. So in today's episode, I'm going to tell you about how I ventured out of social isolation um, to a Sam's Club. And uh, it was kind of interesting. Um, I also have some predictions about what you should be buying, what you shouldn't be buying, and what's coming next as far as the economy is concerned. So stay tuned, folks. It's about to get deep. Hi. So it's day five of uh, self-quarantine slash social distancing. Um, and I decided I was going to do this like vlog thing uh, a couple of days ago because I think it's kind of cool. Um, I went on a little adventure this morning with my wife. We went to uh, Sam's Club. She bought a membership um, to get toilet paper because everybody was. And it was kind of interesting. They didn't open until 9. And we got there at 8.30. And um, there was a bit of a line. There was maybe 20 people in line outside, freezing cold. Um, but what I thought was interesting is they were all keeping at least five feet apart. So it was a longer line visually. Um, but then by the time the doors opened within a half an hour, probably 25 minutes, the line was almost to the end of the building. It was huge. So we were in the first, maybe sixth of the line. Um, it was a massively long line. And this guy went to walk up and he says, uh, I'm assuming no cutsies. He's like, 10 bucks for cutsies? No takers? Everybody kind of laughed. And it was it was interesting. When we went to get in, I was really impressed with Sam's Club's response to this whole mess. What they did was um, they ended up letting people in um, a little bit at a time. They'd wait 10 or 15 seconds after you got in to let the next set of people go in, if it was a couple or one if it was, if it was not. And so they were kind of forcing a little social distancing, and they had somebody right there wiping down all of the carts. Um, which was really cool. And then as far as the toilet paper went, because that's what everybody was there for. And, and we all knew it was kind of absurd that we were there, but it's something we all needed. So, you know, no shame, but, uh, they did have plenty, um, and they had a limit to one per member. So what was interesting about that is that it was, even though my wife and I are both on the same membership, if we, we didn't want to buy one, two, we only needed one. So we bought one, but if we wanted to, get to their system, their POS was set up, so it could not even take more than one per per customer, per, per membership. I don't know if that's per day or what, but I thought that was really, really a smart way to do it. Um, I, I, maybe it was per transaction, I don't know. But it was a smart way to do it. Um, they had people that were helpful in there. They were still out of ramen, which by the way, it's, it's funny to me that the must-have item is ramen. Like, we're so, our country's so screwed up, we can't even get ramen noodles and toilet paper right now. Um, I, I asked my wife a hypothetical. I said, so if we were driving down the highway and there was a Charmin truck or an Angelsoft truck in front of us and uh, the back door kind of bumped open and a couple pallets fell off, what would you do? She goes, well, I'd pull over and help them load it up. The people need that. I said, good. I said, and if he offered you, you know, a, cup, a box of it, would you take it? She goes, Yeah. And, I, and uh, I'd say thank you. I'd say, you know, I just worked really hard. I said, in that moment, accepting that, because you worked really hard, toilet paper just became currency. That's where we're at. And, and my wife is amazing. She has great ethics. She has great values. Her number one priority and concern right now is taking care of our two small children and making sure they have what they need. Um, and so it's admirable. I mean, we're not the people who are stockpiling toilet paper, but we are making sure that we have just enough. Um, now that we have, you know, I think it was like, 72 rolls because you buy it in bulk. We're good for quite a while. We're fine. But we do have an elderly woman who lives with us. We have two small children and we have us. So we need to make sure that our, our needs, our basic needs especially, are met. Um, so it, it is very interesting. 
Um, it's a weird situation. I was, again, I was very impressed with how people were acting. And my, the, the lady at the counter said, you know, I live alone. So a lot of the stuff that I buy, cause they're letting Sam's club, um, employees go in up to four hours before they open to get the supplies that they need, which is really cool. And so I asked, I said, do you take advantage of that? And she goes, no, she goes, because I don't, I don't want to be here more than I have to. She's like, I've, I've worked 10 days straight. She's like, I'm working longer hours. I just, I don't want to. And I get it. She goes, how's your family holding up? And we told her we were okay. And my wife and I joked, you know, we were antisocial way before it was cool. And the lady in line kind of laughed and smiled. And it, it, it's, it's just been a very weird and sur- it was a very surreal experience. We're all standing out there freezing our butts off, knowing the absurdity of the situation. And uh, I jokingly asked when the guy came up and said, you know, cuts these for 10 bucks. I said, you got a roll of Charmin and maybe, you know, and that, and everybody laughed because it's true. Like that's, that's the world we live in, but it's reality. So it's definitely bizarre. It's definitely interesting. You know, there's Lysol wipes out everywhere. So here's a couple of quick predictions for you. And this is kind of a big deal. So listen up. Um, I think that first off, this is something you need to know. This thing can stay alive. It can survive in the air for up to three um, three hours, I believe, is what they said. So this social distancing, if you go to a gas station and you go to pay and you're staying six feet away like you're supposed to, um, if somebody coughs at the, the counter there, when they walk away, when you walk up, it's still in the air unless unless it fell to the counter. But regardless, it can survive in the air for up to three hours. So keep that in mind. Um, if you need a mask, you know, don't go out and buy masks. I mean, I'd hate to be somebody who works in drywall right now because they do need that stuff. Um, you know, there's the healthcare workers. You can use a bandana. Um, I'm not a medical expert, so look on the CDC's website if you need that. Um, but yeah, I mean, take precautions, be safe, but these are crazy times and we all know it. The other thing that I found very interesting is that our, um, our, our, uh, uh, there's a company called Emerson processing that started in Marshalltown and they just announced, uh, that they will be allowing a certain number of the number of their global factories to mass produce for the government. They've made it available for the government to mass produce necessary items, medical supplies, that sort of thing. They also said something that I thought was really cool, which is if anybody comes down sick or thinks they're sick, um, they are going to be given medical leave that is paid the equivalent of that country's pay. So they will get paid to stay home and be healthy. And that's smart. That's what companies need to do. My company, um, I went on vacation when this happened. I was in Colorado and things started getting crazy, got back. And on that Monday, I went to the office and they had our IT people setting it up so that everybody could remote from home. So I've been remoting from home. Um, Social distancing is a good idea. I think what it is going to come down to, the smartest thing that Sam's Club did, by the way, is allowing only one per member. I think that restricting how much we can buy will will help control the flow of mass panic purchasing. And the reason that you are buying things as much or people are buying things as much is because it is the one thing you can control, okay? You can't control the virus. You can't control how idiots act on the virus. Um, But, you know, we're all fight or flight people. And the fight in you says, I can't fight this bug that is a billionth of my size. I can't stop from getting infected. I can't stop from my, my loved ones from getting infected. But what I can do is I can try to protect them and I can make sure that their basic needs are met. And that's why toilet paper is flying off the shelves. Now you know. Um, it's, it's because we are trying to 
make sure the basic hygiene, basic necessities are met. And that's why I predicted a while back that, that ramen and mac and cheese would fly off the shelves. One, because it's cheap. Two, because it has a very long shelf life. And three, it's super easy to make. Now, what you need to be going out and getting is the MREs. Go to Shields. Go to Bass Pro Shops. And if they're not already gone, I haven't checked myself, but get the MREs. They have some that are delicious meals and they're meals ready to eat. That's the stuff that's going to be going. Um, and it's not necessarily because society is going to completely break down, but it's because people are going to want to make sure that they have the needs if the supply chain breaks down. Um, Elon Musk needs to be getting on those automated semis. We need to be getting those out there because the people who are driving these trucks, if they get sick, we're kind of all screwed. You know what I mean? So, you know, please be sensible about what you buy. Buy only what you need. Um, and practice social distancing when you're out and about. Um, it'll give peace of mind to you and to those around you. Um, and stay safe during these weird, chaotic times. Um, I know my wife is right now inside of um, Hobby Lobby. She's getting some puzzles um, for me and the kids and, and her. We're going to shut off electronics today, get away from the news, and we're going to spend some time with our kids making puzzles and, and having fun and doing what they want to do. And that's what I recommend. Take this time, you know, as a country... Take this time that you're forced to spend time with your family instead of at school or at work and, and re-get to know them. You know, write a story with them. Take turns and actually write a book. Write a story. Be, be, engage your imagination. Have fun. Um, and I think that we will all come out stronger for all of this in the end. Um, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully this helps. And, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate you following me on social if, if that's where you're hearing this or, or on my podcast. Thank you very much. Take care. Stay safe. You're listening to the show that goes beyond business and offers insights to enhance your life, both personally and professionally. This is the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast with your host, Stephen J. Edelman. Strap in, it's about to get deep. If you've enjoyed this episode of The Deep Gripping Reality, please be sure to share it across social media and or follow The Deep Gripping Reality on social. You can find us at TDGR Podcast on any of the social platforms. You can also find us on the podcasting platform of your choice. Thanks again for tuning in, folks.